Welcome to the Daytona Podcast. In today's show, we'll be discussing our top 10 players in the NBA of all time. The Rihanna Super Bowl halftime show. A man who lost his wife and daughter in the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash testifies he lives in fear of the graphic photos resurfacing. Idris Elba says he doesn't want to be referred to as a black actor. An XXX Tentacion's murder suspect denies Drake's involvement. Today we'll talk about this and more on the Daytona Podcast. I'm your host, Dame on Earth. And I'm your host, KG. You can follow me on Instagram at KGTheKing247. Starting off the show tonight, we're going to be talking about Rihanna's Super Bowl uh, halftime show. Uh, Rihanna recently performed at the halftime show at the Super Bowl, featuring immediately of her greatest hits. She started off by singing Bitch Better Have My Money from a suspended platform, surrounded by dancers on their own many platforms. As she had descended to the main stage, the singer was surrounded by an army of dancers and a breathtaking fireworks display. The audience was treated to performances of crowd favorites like We Found Love and Umbrella. The show ended with a sparkling redemption of diamonds as the entire stadium lit up. It was a spectacular performance that showcased Rihanna's incredible vocal range and captivating stage presence. Despite rumors, the singer did not use the occasion to announce any new music. So, uh, yeah, Dane, did you uh, see the Super Bowl uh, halftime show, Riri? Yeah, I did, man. It was a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like she got a baby bump down there. Man, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what's been. Surfing on the uh, web. Uh, that's, that's my first thing when I saw it. I said, her little cheeks look a little, little round. I'm like, hold on now, Riri. You know, that, that stomach look a little pudgy. And I know she's the type of woman that ain't going to get fat. Now, so. um, nah, we know we, we know it was a baby bump. I think she was showing off the baby bump. Uh, I say, damn, ASAP Rocket did it again. Hey, man, shout out to ASAP Rocket, but I do not blame her. I'm, I'm a little jealous, but. I'm mad enough to say, hey, good game. What's, what's your favorite um, Rihanna song? Oh, boy. Let's see. Favorite Rihanna song. Like I said, it's not really her song by herself. Uh, it's more like a collab, but Run This Town is one of my favorites. And uh, probably uh, Umbrella. Umbrella is a good one. That's what about you, man? What's your uh, favorite? Since you did a collab, I'll do a collab. I'll go with work, with Drake, work, 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 you know. Uh, and then solo song, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, let me see, solo. I'm going to go with Diamond, Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Oh, okay. Diamonds. Um, Got about that one. What, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite ASAP song? Hmm. ASAP. 
I don't have a I don't have a I don't have a lot of ASAP songs, but um, one of my favorites would probably Multiplicity, him and Juicy J. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty dope song, and he got. And I like the other one, him and ASAP Ferg, uh, Work. What about you? Go with favorite ASAP. I'm gonna go with fucking problem with ASAP Rocket Drake and Kendrick Lamar. But if I, if I but if I'm gonna go with a solo ASAP song, I'm gonna go with uh, Goldie. Goldie. That's one of his older songs. Moving on in our next topic. Uh, this is a story reported by CNN. Uh, a man who lost his wife and daughter in the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash testifies he lives in fear of graphic, uh, the graphic photos resurfacing. Um, Christopher Chester, who lost his daughter and his wife in the helicopter crash, um, also killed Kobe Bryant and six others. He took the stand on Thursday, and he testified he lives in fear uh, because the you know the police took the graphic photos. Of the people who had crashed and died. Um, he said, I'm fearful all the time. Every day, he told the court. Uh, Chester is a co-plaintiff in a federal civil suit, uh, along with Vanessa Bryant, alleging that the L.A. County Sheriff Department invaded their privacy and failed to fully contain the spread of the photos, inflicting emotional distress. His wife, Sarah Chester, and their 13-year-old daughter, Peyton, and seven others, including Kobe and Gianna Bryant, were flying to a girls' basketball game at Bryant's Mamba Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks on January 26, 2020, when the helicopter um, carrying them dove into a hillside in Calabasas, leaving no survivors. Uh, Vanessa Bryant is set to testify on Friday morning. Yeah, this is sad news, man. Um, I remember when the, when the when this report first came out about the photos. I couldn't believe it, man. So, uh, how you feel about this, KG? So he's saying uh, he's a, he's afraid that the photos are going to resurface on the web, and what? So he's not going to. He's basically saying he's 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 gonna he's not going to have peace with it. I guess. Yeah, I guess you know he wants us. He wants his family members to rest in peace, and he doesn't want them to be uh, there. There, there, um, they died tragically. So I guess he don't want them, you know, their photos surfacing around the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. Um, yeah, that's that's twenty twenty was a, a rough year for me. Uh, Kobe Bryant. And all those people dying in that helicopter, and that that has sit on my mind for for the rest of my life, probably, man. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, I agree with him. I hope he I hope he can get what he wants. Uh, it's the internet, so you it's gonna be kind of tough, you know. Once it's out there, uh, you know that information is gonna be easy to find. So uh, yeah, I, I hate I hate it for him, but uh, I hope he gets some. Closure. I hope all the family gets closure from this, for real. And uh, long live, long live Kobe. Long live uh, Gianni. Long live all the ones who lost their life that day, man. R.P. Kobe, man, for real. R.P. Gigi, and all seven others for sure. 
For real, for real. Long live the mama. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan, man. Um, I pretty much watched his whole career. Um, actually, I did, you know, watch his whole career for the most part. And uh, it's sad to see him, you know, die in a tragic helicopter helicopter crash. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, I feel like basketball will never be the same without Kobe Bryant. Yeah, facts, facts. You can feel it. You can feel it in the league. Like you can tell, some players ain't the same, and definitely fans. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's tragic. Man, yeah, I, I remember. I think you might have been the first person who told me about the crash. As a matter of fact, um, I was out west and. Uh, I was having a good day. I don't know what I was into. I think I was like, you know, and and, and then uh, I think you told me, and I was like, oh fuck, it's messed up my whole day. <laughs> like you get that kind of news. I know. Being a Kobe Bryant fan, it's like, oh man. man. But I, at first, I I remember hoping it wasn't true. Yeah, I I kept telling you it was true. You were like, nah, I quit bullshit. And I was like, nah, bro, like this. I mean, I woke up. I woke up to a text message. And so, and I was just like, from somebody that you know, I don't, I don't affiliate with anymore. But I was like, well, this can't be real. And then yeah. first thing I do, as soon as I turn on the news, it's the first thing on there. First thing seeing the report, I'm like, oh my god, it was horrible. Like I said, it was, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a terrible day. Um, it really messed up, you know that whole time of the year, uh, January 26th. I mean, the next couple of months was kind of rough. And ironically, you know, COVID kicked off around that same time. And so that was just a whole, that was a, that was a really uh, tough time in history. Yeah, so, you know, uh, we lost the legend. We lost the legend. I remember uh, one of my favorite lines is uh, Kanye, and uh, that song, that part he has with Schoolboy Q from, uh, you know, Top Dog. He was like, uh, he said, walking, living legend. I feel like Kobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fuck yeah. with that. I fuck with that. And But, you know, damn. And that, that line hit hard, too. When, and, but, you know, and now every time I hear that line, I'd be like, damn, Kobe died, you know. So it's I actually had some memes I made of Kobe uh, when he first retired, you know, his uh, farewell game. Um, and then next season had put a meme up saying uh, uh, when people say, why isn't Kobe Bryant playing anymore? And it was it was actually trying to be funny because he retired. But then, boom, he ended up, he ended up dying. So I'm like, golly, like – like you don't even get to see, we don't even get to see him on the sideline anymore. And uh, not, let's not. I think Gigi was gonna be a good basketball player. I don't know if she would have been like WNBA, but I definitely think she was gonna be hell in high school. Oh, uh, she definitely been WNBA, bro. I mean, you gotta think think about her dad and think about how involved he was. So he definitely gonna have them. He definitely gonna have her. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was already her favorite college was UConn. So, 
you already know where she was going to end up. Um, and like I said, let's not forget all the other passengers um, on the plane that lost their life. I know they get left out a lot, so. All right, moving on. Idris Elba says he, that he no longer wants to be referred to as a black actor. He explained why he doesn't like the description during an interview with Esquire magazine. Uh, published earlier this week, Elba says that being called a black actor makes him feel like he's being put in a box. I stopped describing myself as a black actor when I realized it put me in a box. As humans, we are obsessed with race. And that exception can really hinder people's aspirations and hinder people's growth. Um, hinder people's growth. Racism should be a topic for discussion, sure. Racism is real, but from my perspective, it's only as powerful as you allow it to be. We've got to grow. We've got to, uh, what do you say? We've got, yeah, we've got to grow. we got to. Our skin is no more than skin. From there, he added, I'm not any more black because I'm in a white area or more black because I'm in a black area. I'm black. And that skin stays with me no matter where I go every day through black areas with white people in it or white areas with black people in it. I'm the same black. And so and then he went to Twitter, as most people do after, you know, they make a statement. He said, there isn't a soul on this earth that can question whether I consider myself a black man or not. Being an actor is a profession, like being an architect. They are not defined by race. However, if you define your work by your race, that is your prerogative. Uh, what you think about this, man? Somebody want to be called. Like, was, I guess he just, I guess just want to be a. He say he just want to be an actor. I guess you know he don't want to. I guess when you think about Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks, you know you don't say, oh he's a white actor. So I guess that's his point. Um, okay. it's, uh, I don't know. What you think? What you think about it? I mean, if he put it that way, then you know he got a point. Uh, you can't be mad at him calling that out. I mean, like you said, they, they, if they only call them actors and actress, actors, then that, that should go for, for, for all the black black actors and actors too. So, I mean, he has a point. But, I wouldn't give a damn. Like, I mean, that. I, it, on another hand, I mean, I'd be proud of being called a black actor because, I mean, that's just who, that's just who you are, bro. Like, uh, and as far as putting you in the box, I mean, I don't know. You know, that's that's his that's 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 you know that's his uh, career. This is his career, so I don't know how actors and actors talk or their lingo. But I mean, I would think. I mean, he's still getting some of the best movies. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't think he's getting blackballed. So um, I don't think it's stopping his career by people calling him a black actor. Uh, but man, he has. I mean, he has a good point though. If, if that's what they, you know, going by, then there should be all the way around the board. Just the same way. I agree. What you think? Um, I can see where he's coming from with it. Um, I can see where he's coming from. I guess it's just kind of a personal preference thing. Um, it's hard to really get my thoughts together yeah that's, that's that's uh 
that's 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 weird. That's weird. He said that, but I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, what what are they giving? Are they giving him a lot of backlash from it, or what are people saying? I mean, I'm pretty sure he got a lot of backlash. You know, a lot of black backlash. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he got a lot of backlash, but um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. This is new news, and. Um, but yeah, Edwards Elba, man. Um, man, you know I'm not a big fan of Edwards Elba. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, he's uh, like I said, he, hey, you know, hey, the man, the man, the man got some, the man got some hit movies. Can't, can't, can't knock that. Right. But he was in uh, uh, American Gangster, right? Yeah, he's an American gangster. Um, uh, and then Denzel was that Denzel shot him, right? Or was that him? Yeah, yeah, that Denzel shot him. Man, you know Denzel shot that man, yeah. bro. Quit, quit acting yeah. like you ain't never seen that jump, bro. He yeah. got some. He got some pretty good movies though. You know, he was in Hobbs and Shaw. He done did. Uh, I never seen you know, that. He did that. Well, that's a police the, movie or something, right? Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, the spinoff of Fast and Fierce. Uh, He's done, uh, he got that new movie just came out last year about that line or whatever. Forgot what it was called. Only, the only movie I ever seen him in was, uh, American Gangster, and I seen him in that movie with Beyonce. It was that Obsessed or something. I forgot what it was called. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is called. Uh, I think that's maybe what it I is seen called. him in something else. I seen him in something else, but I'm only seen him in a couple movies. He's cool. He's all right, but, uh, he did something during the pandemic I didn't really respect, and, uh, I don't really speak on it, but I didn't really respect it. Um, you had to, you had to your tell research. me. You had to tell me after the show. You had to tell me after the show. Yeah, you did. yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. But, yeah. but no, nah, it's all good. It's what it. But you know, it's all good. He's a um, he's a pretty good actor, and uh, hopefully, he's not. He, like I say he's concerned about being put in a box by being called a black actor. So, um, you know, I, I don't know who's calling me, but that's one question I would ask is like, who's calling you a black actor? You know, is it white people calling you a black actor? Is it, is it the industry calling you a black actor? You know, I don't know. I don't never, I've never heard anybody refer to him as a black actor. So I don't really know who he's talking about, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. One thing I want to see, though, I want to see more uh, black people have their own movie studios, their own production companies. Um, I feel like if you're in a predominantly white uh, cast, you know, it's kind of like if a white boy comes to the a hood and he raps, you know, the, you know, you, you the white boy or you the white rapper, like, you know, Eminem was a white rapper. You know, so it's like if you if you if you you know if it's twenty p people in the cast and you're the only black one, you see what I'm saying? Well, you know that's it's kind of how they you know it's not really uh, to put anybody in the box. I feel like it's just kind of uh, you're different. You're different. You're viewed as different. So you know whether you're a white boy at an all black school or you're a black kid at an all white school, you know you're different. So you kind of. That's kind of the easy way for to describe somebody. Or, oh, you know, that's the black guy, or 
Oh, that's the uh, right. that's the white kid, the white boy, you know. Right. So I feel like it. Right. I feel like it ain't necessary to put people in the box. It's just kind of you know humans describing how humans describe things. If something's different, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, we we'll had to talk about that. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know we went to a pretty mixed school. Um, and then I also went to a school that was predominantly black in college, two of them. Uh, and also, you know, like I said, you know, I, you know, I lived out west. I live in Colorado, so it's not too many black people in Colorado. There is black people in Colorado, but it's not a lot of them. So I know how it feels to be around all black people. I know how it feels to be the only black person in the room. And uh, so it's like, you know, comes with a territory. It comes with the territory, I feel like, you know, being called a black actor. So Hollywood, I, I, w I would say Hollywood is not predominantly black. So we're probably in the minority, um, you know, but yeah. Yeah. All right, but moving on to the next story. XXX Tentacion murder suspect denied Drake's involvement. In the latest update in the XXX Tentacion murder trial, former co-defendant Robert Allen denied Drake's involvement. Moreover, Allen testified against his former co-defendants in court and pleaded guilty to lesser charges. On Friday, February 10th, Allen told the court he never met Drake and didn't even know who X was when they robbed or shot him. Also, he answered a series of yes or no questions from a defendant's attorney during... Okay, hold on. Also, he answered a series of yes or no questions from a defendant's attorney during a cross-examination. As Mauricio Padilla pressed on, representing Dedrick Williams, Allen answered each prompt to form his testimony above. So your testimony to this court and to this jury is that you were never on set of Drake's God Plan video filmed in Miami in 2018. Is that what you're saying? The attorney asked in newly released footage. How much money in 2008 did you receive from either Drake or one of Drake's associates? However, Allen said he never met Drake. You never met Drake, Padilla continued. You know who he is, though, right? Allen replied affirmatively, and the lawyer went on. But actually, in 2018, when this crime occurred, you didn't know who X was. In 2018, you're from Broward County, correct? You listen to rap music, correct? And you're telling this jury that you didn't know who X was. Basically, he said uh, X was the most famous rapper to ever come out of Broward County. Um... That's your testimony. So this is a video posted on uh, social media. Academics posted this video. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you know this article continues on. This is courtesy of HotNewHipHop.com. Um, what you thinking about this, KG? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it came back out. It had surfaced back around, and Drake had to show up to court. So then I was like, uh-oh, something about to go out. But 
I don't know. Like I said, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, what's done in the dark always comes to the light. So if you know if he's if he's found guilty or something, you know they definitely gonna find out if it was him or not. You know, you know the boys, the, the feds don't play. So, <laughs> so no, I hey, think we'll, I'll, we'll see. I think uh, I think they're just kind of fishing. Kind of fishing. I think they're just kind of fishing. They're kind of reaching. You know, uh, I guess X and Drake. Um, I don't know if they had beef, but I think X had a problem with Drake. I don't know if. Uh, they had beef or whatnot, but um, I definitely think we'll check back in and see what develops from this, man. Um, you know? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, like I said, I wasn't expecting it to come back up, but here we are. Moving on, um, Tupac's estate reportedly released a new music soon. Four previously unreleased tracks are reportedly included in an upcoming Greatest Hits album. Tupac Shakur's estate might release new music from him soon. Moreover, the rapper's legacy will manifest into an upcoming Greatest Hits album with four unreleased tracks added on. In fact, the news comes from a Pac fan page who has some words on the rumored release. Um, so word on the streets is that Universal Music Group will be dropping a new Tupac's Greatest Hits album. The album will consist of four unreleased uh, songs from the Tupacalypse Now period to Pac's Thug Life period. Um, so it's like pre-Death Row tracks. So um, before Death Row, before All Eyes On Me and stuff like that. So um, how you feel about that, KG? I don't know, man. They just need to leave that man alone. They need to let that man rest in peace. And whatever music he got, just, let it, just, just leave it alone. Man. It's, it just ain't going to hit right. It ain't going to hit right. It, I don't think it will. And I ain't even, and now, like I said, too, I'm a big Tupac fan, but just leave the man music alone at this point. Man, let the man rest in peace. I don't know. I don't know. What you, what you think, Dan? You know, it's a lot of hardcore pop fans out there. You know, you got to think about it like this. If, uh, if, if, if if one of our favorite rappers pass, you know. And, I mean, uh, one of my favorite like rappers Young Dolph, Let's use exactly. Young Dolph as an example, right? Exactly. Uh, although, you know, although it may not be his best work, we we're happy to get that last project just to hear some Dolph one last time, you know. So I can relate. I can relate to want to hear it. I think I think there's a market for it, you know. Although, like you know, today's generation won't, don't want to hear that. I think that his solid, uh, his core fan base, you know, the, the the 40 to 60 year olds, they'll be happy probably to get it on a pop's greatest hit albums with a, a couple new tracks added on. I think they'll be happy to get that. Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, if it's going. Yeah, I mean, I ain't like I said, I ain't hating on it, but I'm just saying, like, you know, get it, like, like let this be it. You know, if y'all, if y'all right. got three new songs, okay, let it be it. Quit saying we got three, and then damn, right. two years from now, we got three more, and then two years from now, we got two more. Like, come on, bro, like, release the whole catalog. What if, what if, what if Tupac was still alive somewhere, right? And he, I, these songs actually turn out to be new. 
You know what I mean? Like, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be some weird. That'd be some crazy. What, what if he come out like free thug, free wide sale? Oh, man. Don't say boy. Get, look, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, goddamn, send them boys after this, man. That man alive. You, yeah. you remember that day? Hey, you remember that Dave Chappelle skit where he'd be like, yeah. you listen to the new I wrote pop. this song a long time ago. Right. <laughs> what did he say? What can a nigga do? I ain't gonna lie. We was in middle school, bro. Um, I think it was, uh, what was that album? It was a double disc. Until the end of time, right? Yeah. And one of them songs, he said, bling, bling. I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on. I was like, Wayne hadn't even said that. You know, Wayne got credited in the dictionary for creating bling bling. So the fact that Pac said bling bling to me was a little weird. But yeah, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of videos where they showing Pac ain't dead, Pac over here. Uh, yeah, I've seen some weird stuff when it comes to Tupac. But yeah, he he definitely that <laughs> he got me thinking about that. That shit was funny as hell, Dave Chappelle. That shit was oh, funny man. as hell. Yeah, man, see, man, see, <laughs> George, over <laughs> you. I'm like, no. Hey, man, Dave Fell had George a hit time, too, bro. Yeah, That's crazy. But now, nah, uh, but now nah, they need to go ahead and release the whole catalog. Like, stop playing around with that man catalog. Like, quit releasing three songs, and then be like, oh, we, that's it. That's all we got for you. And then 10 years from now, y'all got three more. Right, like where these songs keep coming from now? Yeah, that's what I said. Hey, I don't know. But yeah, shout you know, out to Tupac, man. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Tupac. Uh, you know, I never did see that Tupac movie with the um the actor that looked like him. They said that might be Pac's son. They say that dude that looked like him that played him in that last movie, that Tupac biopic. Um, I seen him on like a, a late night talk show and he was like uh what he said he said uh he said his mom was like a backup dancer or something and she actually met pop and there, and it's a meme going around that like nigga pop your daddy like basically saying you know pop 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 probably knocked your mom off and she didn't want to tell your paps you know because mm. that, that nigga looked too much like tupac but it might it might just be a coincidence you heard i don't know Dang, that's crazy. I never heard I never heard of that. Yeah. I never heard of that that story, but wow. That's crazy. Hey, you know, you know, Pop was a man back then, so um between him and Michael Jordan, they pretty much had all the women. Facts, facts. And them bald head guys went <laughs> Yeah, head. right. Bald head. No, no beards. Look, no beards. Hey, how crazy is that? Pox, all I, you know, Pox's best year um, was basically 96. Jordan's best year was basically 96. That's crazy. I know, that is crazy. But hey, 96 must have been a good year then, right? <laughs> right. Right. Man, good year for basketball and music. Man, legendary. That's a legendary time. I don't think we'll 96. ever see nothing like. What what movie? What was the movie out ninety six? You remember? Do you remember that? Mm mm. No. Okay. Um, I want to say, 
Oh, no, no. Let me not get that right. Friday. Want... No, that was 94, wasn't it? That was 94. Yeah, I could say 96 won that uh, Independence Day. That sound about right to me. That sound about right. All right, KG. Uh, it was a busy week in uh, NBA this week. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, um, Mikael Bridges, uh, a couple other guys got traded this week. Uh, Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell. Who do you think uh, made the best move in the NBA this week? Yeah, it was a busy week for sure. Um, I think a lot of teams, uh, I think a lot of teams made solid, decent uh, trades, meaning that uh, it made a made an impact on their team. The team that the team that uh, the team that got the, the the best, I think, was between the Mavs and the and the uh, Suns and the Lakers. I think the Lakers picked up a lot of uh, key players that they needed. Um, I think they had got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and uh, I think they were going after uh, Bondanovich. Uh, so. Uh, um, those are some good uh, pickups. Phoenix, I think Phoenix, you know, picking up Kevin Durant, that's always a good pickup, especially with all the offense they already had. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I think, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be the West has got really, 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 really interesting now. Uh, what do you think, Dane? Yeah, uh, I definitely think the Mavs and the Suns came out on top. Um the Lakers made some decent moves, I guess, considering their cap. I think they should move uh, either LeBron or AD, though. I think, uh, you know, it would have been smart to move one of those guys. They already won one championship together, and uh, both of them are having some injury issues and stuff like that. So I think moving LeBron or AD would have been smart, but... Um, Definitely, Dallas made a big move getting Kyrie Irving. I think that might get them over the hump and get uh, Dallas to the NBA Finals. If not this year, maybe next year. And uh, Phoenix on paper looks good, though. I mean, Phoenix on paper might be the team to beat coming out the West. Still got to see how they match up with Memphis. And then we know Golden State um, is always a threat. So as long as Curry is healthy. I think Curry got hurt last week, though, so um, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. So, yeah, um, what do you think about the? I, I know we didn't talk about the East a lot. I know the East made a few moves, but uh, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't really get any big names, but they did uh, do some moving around. Uh, I heard Milwaukee made some some plays, and Orlando Magic got some players. And uh, also John Wall going back to Houston. That was a shock in Eric Gordon going to the L.A. Clippers. That kind of caught me by surprise. But, yeah, yeah, man, it's been a crazy week. NBA trades for sure. I can't wait to see KD and uh, Phoenix. Man, that's that's going to look crazy. Him with the Suns jersey on. Him and yeah. Devin Booker. You know, I don't really like CP3, but 
Uh, I want to see him and see uh, Devin Booker and him and DeAndre Ayton. All of them play together. So pretty cool. When you say you don't like CP3, when you say you don't like CP3, do you mean as a player or like you don't like the person? Both. Uh, I mean, I I think his game boring. I don't know. He just rubbed me the wrong way off the court. I just—he uh, just looked like he—he he just looked like he annoying. Uh, like I said, I don't know the guy, but I'm just judging, you know, just by, by you know by looking at it. Like I've never liked his game. I ain't, I ain't afraid to say it. Uh, I mean, he's a good basketball player. Don't get me wrong, great pass and all that. But I just feel like you know he hasn't really showed me something like. Ooh and ah, you know, I, I want to go to YouTube and look up old Chris Paul highlights. I want to do that. Right. Um, what about Devin Booker? How you feel about Devin Booker? Uh, he's going to have to show me. He's going to have to show me something. Like I said, he, he got to the finals. But he, he always, you know, he, he's him and Zach Levine and some of these other guys, they, they you know, they know shows when you need them. Uh, so he's gonna have to show me something. I like him. I think he's a hell of a shooter, hell of a uh, offensive player. But he's gonna have to show me something this year. He had a chance last year, and, and I say he was a no show. I mean, the year before last. I'm sorry, he was a no show. So uh, he's gonna have to show me something. He's gonna have to show me something. I like him though. Don't get me wrong. I think Devin Book is one of the best uh, shooting guards in the league right now. But you know, it's time to put up a shut up. I know you I don't think you follow Luka Donich real closely but um, I don't know if you know this but Luka Donich put the Suns out uh, in what was it six or seven games and that's like one of his biggest claims to fame right now is uh, I forgot somebody was shit talking um, I forgot the situation what exactly happened but something happened and somebody was shit talking Luka or the Mavs Basically, Luca came back and beat um, in the series. I think that was last postseason, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I see that meme all the time with Luca smiling at Devin Booker. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. It's probably the Suns fans that were talking junk. Ended up, um, yeah. So like I, I, I said, it was, a, it was an actual player though. Now it was an actual player. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> Luca was like, uh, you know, basically, I think they asked Luca his response at the post game, and he was like, you know, it was basically everybody talked shit when they up, uh, uh, you know, two one or whatever it was. I think it was something like they was up two one or two zero, and they was talking shit or woo woo, and Luca came back and beat him. So, so said, I'm saying all that to say that since it's already some history there between the Mavs and the Suns. I don't know if you see where I'm going with this. That might, oh, yeah. be, a, that might be a potential Western Conference uh, Finals matchup this year. Um, oh, just, yeah. It, it, it depends on, I guess, you know, what happens with Denver and uh, Memphis and Golden State. But uh, I could definitely see the Mavs and the Suns being in the Western Conference Finals this year in the winter, potentially winning the NBA championship, I think. You know, I know you was. I know earlier in the season you had Boston picked, right? But now with these moves, I think uh, the Mavs and the Suns and the Grizzlies 
you know, they're all super contenders for Boston right now. Yeah, but I still, I'm still taking Boston out the East. So. Out the East for sure, but uh, not not out the West. Not like beating nobody in the West, I don't think. Oh. Well, hey, we'll see. Like I said, I'm oh, out the East. Boston. The East is a given now because, I mean, you got, like I said, no KD or Kyrie in the East no more. So if you think about it, who's, you know, who who's going to contest – the East, to me, the East got a little easier now. It's Philly. For it's what Philly. team? For Boston? For everybody. For everybody. Like, But definitely for Boston because you, you take away New Jersey. Like, If you look, if you Boston, you're looking out there, you're like, who in the East can give us hell in the playoffs? You had Boston. I mean, you had New Jersey. I'm not damn tripping. You, you had Brooklyn and you had Philly. Am I leaving anybody out? Yeah, that's not it. In Milwaukee. Well, now, Milwaukee, okay. I'm leaving. That's what I was leaving now. So you got them three teams. Now you eliminated one of them teams now. So now it's boom. Cancel out Brooklyn. They dead. So now you just got Philly and Milwaukee. Um, and Milwaukee picked up Jay Crowder. I'm not sure who they who they gave up to get him. So, um, so I don't think Philly going to – I know I'm putting Philly – I'm giving Philly credit, right? But in my mind, do I see Philly beating Milwaukee or Boston? I'm going to say no. But I'm just talking about potential threats, you know, because, you know, an injury could happen. Let's say Jalen Brown goes down. Okay, now Philly is a real threat. You see what I'm saying? So, but I'm just saying them the top three teams, you feel me, out the East. So I, I don't think Philly could beat Boston. But, like I said, if Jalen Brown gets hurt for two games in the series – or if Marcus Smart gets hurt for the whole series, then yeah, that affiliate to me, a team like Philly poses a bigger threat. Because you never can't predict injuries. That's my point, you know? Right. Well, that's the same way with the West. You know, half them guys that just came to the West, they, they injury prone. Let's be honest. KD ain't even playing right now. Uh, Luca, Luca was sitting out. I don't, I don't think he's injured, but. Um, you know, uh, Kyrie has his days when he, you know, he sits. And, you know, you have uh, Devin Booker that's injury-prone. So, I mean, you know, the West got some players that's injury-prone as well. And, and you know, John Moran as well. So, and, you know, didn't you say Curry got hurt? Yep. So, it's a lot of it's a lot of, it's a lot of things that could change. Like you said, injuries can change a whole lot of stuff. That's what said, next man up. So, uh, yeah, but uh, – but like I said, I'm happy to see all these players get a new chance. That's the main thing about it. Like I'm, I'm happy to see KD and Kyrie get out of Brooklyn. I'm, I'm happy to see, uh, hopefully, the Lakers do right by the players they got. Uh, shoot, some of these other players who you know, I, I'm pretty sure they weren't too happy about being traded. I know uh, what's his name, Mikael Bridges. He he found out he was getting traded on Facetime or something. <laughs> Uh, during wow. halftime at a game or something, yeah. Wow. So, so yeah, it, it's a doggy dog world. Um, <laughs> that's a bad. <laughs> hey, that's a bad way to find out that you yeah, uh, yeah. got traded, man. Yeah, he got traded at halftime, bro. Like he was he got a call Facetime halftime. Like, hey, you being traded? Like, I wouldn't even want to play the rest of the game out. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you you know. I think when you got uh, 
when you got a little bit more experience in the league, a guy like Kevin Durant, I'm pretty sure he knew 24 hours in advance. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe uh, 48 hours, but uh, some of these players, you know, yeah. that we might find out before they find out sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I think Josh, uh, not Josh, I'm sorry, Jalen Bronson found that uh, Josh Hart was being traded to the Knicks with him. I think they played college ball together. I think one of the, one of the fans or somebody had showed him. Or somebody showed him. He was like, wow. So, yeah, it's, like I said, the NBA, man, it's been a lot of craziness going on. So, so how do you feel about um, uh, Mike Conley going to the Timberwolves? And how do you feel about Russell Westbrook going to the uh, Jazz? (laughs) Uh, I mean, good luck to him. Like I said, Mike Conley, he's been quiet the last few years. So I haven't really been paying attention to him. I don't know if he's still the same Mike Conley from a couple of years back, but maybe with the Timberwolves, you know, he's a veteran, so maybe he can make the, you know, get those younger guys uh, in shape or, you know, have that mentality ready for, like, uh, playoffs. And Russell Westbrook to the Utah Jazz, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work out with them. I think they was better. Way, I think they're way better without you know having them. So maybe he can get in there and fit in. But his style of play, I don't, I don't know because you know Utah, Utah is always known for shooting a lot of threes. You know he's not a three-point shooting point guard. So who knows? Like I said, he might be a six-man. So what do you think? How do you think that'll play out with those two uh, point guards? Uh, Mike Conley, I I, uh, I think he's past his prime, way past his prime. I, I haven't watched Mike Conley play in a long time, to be honest with you. And I think that, uh, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised he's still in the league. And uh, you know, I hope I don't I don't watch him play. So I ho- hopefully he's a role player. You know, hopefully they get they move him into a role player position uh, and uh, utilize him like that. Um, but Westbrook, I think he definitely needs to be a starter. Uh, I definitely don't think he needs to be taking more than twelve to fifteen shots a game, and uh, I wouldn't want him. I, won't, I wouldn't want him see. I wouldn't want to see him taking more than three three pointers a game. So I, I, I would, uh, as a coach, you know, I probably would start him, but I would run him about 28, 30 minutes a game, and uh, you know. See how that works out, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Hey, you know he still he can handle the ball. You know he averaged a triple double before, so I, I would I would want to try to get him into that mode, the triple double mode, where you know he's doing some distributing and uh, penetrating and kicking. And I think Utah, you know, they got some shooters, so uh, you know. His contract, I, I think I heard that his contract might get bought out, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, all right. Uh, the Knicks got Josh Hart, which, uh, you know, we got to keep an eye on the Knicks. They might enter, they might replace, well, actually, they now they replace Brooklyn, in my opinion, as 
kind of that fourth best team out the East. It's pretty much, you know, them in Miami probably, or that might be, you know, yeah. leaving somebody out. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I definitely think the, the Knicks going to be better than what uh, the Brooklyn puts on the court for the rest of the season, I'm pretty sure. We'll see. Uh, the Warriors got uh, Gary Payton second back. So, you know, we talked about Steph Curry getting hurt. So uh, that should help take some of the load off Steph Curry. They got uh, Gary Payton second. And then they got. I thought they got. Uh, I thought they did. I thought they got uh, Sadiq Bay. Yep, they dealt James Wiseman. And they got uh, Sadiq Bay. Okay. Yeah, but dang, James Wiseman going through it, man. He was in G League last year. Beginning of this year, yeah, yeah he's been going through it. But uh, like I said, we'll see. We'll see. I can't wait to see how this plays out. Yeah. So uh, right now, who do you got coming out the West as it stands in the NBA right now? Who do you see coming out the Western Conference going to the finals? Uh, if all if everybody healthy, completely healthy, I'm a, I'm a, I hate to say it, but I probably had to go with uh probably had to go with Phoenix, man. Okay. Um, a healthy, a healthy, a healthy Kevin Durant, and all the other just Kevin Durant alone is a, is a, is is a threat. I mean, like I said, you talking about one of the best scorers ever, and if he's healthy and in that KD killer mode, and I mean it's gonna be tough. I'm gonna say Phoenix and, and I'm gonna say between Phoenix and Dallas. Uh, I mean, it's they up there together. Cause I'm telling you, Kyrie got that same dog that KD got. So, um, um okay, cool. but yeah. So who who you got coming out the West? Everybody healthy, no injuries. Um. Everybody healthy, no injuries. I got uh, I got Memphis coming out the West. I got Memphis. Okay. Everybody healthy, no injuries. This year I got Memphis coming out the West, and uh, I think it'll be Memphis, and it'll be uh, it'll be Memphis and uh, Dallas. Okay. And West Conference Finals. I think. Uh, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing right now. But hey, guess what though? Moving on, you know it was Super Bowl Sunday today, and uh, the Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles thirty-eight to thirty-five. Who who was a Super Bowl MVP? KG. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't uh, catch the, the MVP. Game just, the game just ended. So uh, let's see who. I don't know. I didn't even look it up. Uh, I would guess Mahomes. Yeah, either him or Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes was Super Bowl MVP. Patrick Mahomes is Super Bowl MVP for the second time, and he wins his second quarterback. I mean, his second second Super Bowl. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, 
Yeah, man, I think I picked this one last week. KG, man, what are you thinking about this game? Uh, I hear a lot of people saying it's rigged. Uh, I've been seeing it said that, you know, it came down to that last play. Referees threw that last flag, said they had been quiet all game, and then, boom, threw a flag. So, yeah, you did call the Chiefs uh, last week. I forgot the score predictions we had, but they were pretty close. Um, so. Pretty good game. Like I said, everybody said it was a good game up to that last couple of couple of calls. But we know how that goes. You know, it's gonna be like that. Especially, you know, when the, when it's your team that's losing. So uh shout out to the Chiefs for uh, bringing it home, man. Shout out to that boy Mahomes. Yeah, I, um pretty good game. Uh we had Rihanna at the half Rihanna at the halftime show. Uh she rocked it and uh I think it was a pretty good Super Bowl. Um, happy to Did see you get two. A chance? Go ahead. Oh, uh, I just want to say I'm happy to see two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Uh, that was good to see that. And what what was your question, bro? No, I was just gonna say uh, I was gonna well to touch on that. Yeah, let's let's not, let's not uh, leave out the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Man, that man had an extraordinary game, bro. Like. I don't think he uh let me see. I don't think he threw any interceptions. Jalen Hurts. Shout out shout out to Jalen Hurts. Uh and uh Yeah, Jalen yeah. Hurts threw for uh three oh four. So uh uh no interceptions. I think he had one passing touchdown. So uh like I said, shout out to shout out to the Eagles. Like I said, shout out to the Chiefs. But I was gonna say uh yeah, man. Oh, it's it's uh. Do you uh? Do we start um putting Mahomes up there as you know one of the best quarterbacks now? With the, do we put him in the Tom Brady toss or it's too soon? I already have him. I already had him in my top five all time. Uh, and I think uh, yeah, this just pretty much solidifies him in my eyes as a top five all time quarterback. Um. I think it's too early to put him up there with the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's, the Joe Montana's. Uh, well, I don't know about Joe Montana. I, to me, I, I already put him past Joe Montana. But to me, uh, I still got Brady and Peyton Manning in front of him, and I got Patrick Mahomes, number three, uh, as a the third best, probably my third best quarterback of all time, but definitely in my top five. Okay. Did you get to check out some uh, Super Bowl commercials? Now, to be honest with you, I didn't I didn't get to watch a lot of uh, commercials this year. Did you see any good ones? Uh, I didn't see a lot either. Uh, they didn't had a lot of insurance commercials. You know, they sell a lot of insurance in the Super Bowl for some reason. But uh, I saw a few Marvel. I saw Marvel. I saw the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three commercial, and I heard somebody talking about the Flash commercial. Uh, I got to go back and look at that, but. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about a, a, a few movies that's supposed to be coming out this year, but we'll get in that another time. That's what's up. Hey, uh, well, I'm happy to see Patrick Mahomes get uh, another ring, and I'm happy to see uh, Jalen Hurts get his first Super Bowl appearance at such a young age, uh, 24 years old, out of Oklahoma. 
Philadelphia Eagles, you know, I think they'll be back, and uh, I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts in the long term. All right, moving on to the main topic, uh, top 10 NBA players of all time. KG, I'll let you kick this one off. Who you got for your top 10 NBA players? Yeah, my top 10 NBA all time, number 10, I'm going to go with Kevin Garnett. Number nine, I'm going to go with uh, Tim Duncan. Number eight, I'm going to go with... Larry Bird, number seven, I'm going to go with uh, Magic Johnson. Number six, I'm going to go with Kareem, I, I do it to bar. Number five, I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal. Number four, I'm going to have to go with Julius Irvin. Number three, I'm going to go with LeBron James. Number two, Michael Jordan, and number one, Kobe Bryant. So, so I'm just gonna confirm. Now you said you gonna so you gonna put Kevin Garnett number ten. So you gonna say he better than? I'm just asking. Now you say so you saying he better than Scotty Pippen, better than Dr. J. I put Dr. J number five. I think, bro. Julius oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you got Kevin Garnett over Scotty Pippen and Dirk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got him over dirt. Yep. All oh, them Carmelo. Malone. Yep. All oh, them. Okay. Okay. Number one, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What made you put uh, Kobe over LeBron? I'm a Kobe fan. <laughs> Simple. Like, I mean, it's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. When you talk about Kobe versus LeBron, uh, I've never heard Kobe say that LeBron can beat him one on one, but I've heard LeBron say that Kobe can beat him one on one. So that sums it up for me as a hooper. Um, so, and I just, and I just like LeBron, and I just look at Kobe's game. I mean, he's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's pretty much like Mike's, and they don't have a, they don't have a, uh, they don't have a uh, weakness. Like, there's no weakness to their game, like at all. And if they do have a weakness, they'll find a way to not have that weakness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So, you know, you guard Kobe Bryant to the left, okay, cool. He's going to go right. You going to the right, he's going to go back left. You, you know what I mean? Like, you right. give him too much room, what does it say? Hands down, man's down. So, right. Uh, yeah, so that's my top 10, man. Uh, so, what about you? What's your top 10, Dane? Uh, my top 10, I got, uh, so at number 10, I got a tie. I got a tie between Julius Irvin and Tim Duncan at number 10. Uh, at number 9, I'm going to go Steph Curry. Uh, at number 8, I'm going to go Kevin Durant. At number 7, I'm going to go Hakeem Olajuwon.
right, at number seven, I'm going to go Shaquille O'Neal. At number six, I'm going Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, at number five, uh, okay, number five, we're going Bill Russell. Uh, number four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number three, LeBron James. Uh, and then I'm going to go number two, Michael Jordan. And then number one, of course, the same as you. You know, I'm a Kobe Bryant fan, so I'm going Kobe number one. I feel like Kobe faced tougher competition than Jordan did. Uh, I feel like Jordan was better physically. I feel like Jordan for the career um, you know I feel like Jordan didn't play against the same level of competition. I put it like that. You know, we got guys like Dan Marley, Jeff Hornacek, Byron Russell. You know, you look at the guys who was guarding Kobe. Look at some of the defense. I mean, look at the guys who was guarding Jordan versus some of the guys who was guarding Kobe. You got guys like Tony Allen. You know, he's going against the Boston Celtics with KG, Kendrick Perkins, Ray Allen, Rondo, Tony Allen, Paul Pierce. Uh, you're going against Orlando Magic with Dwight Howard. Uh, uh, who were some of them guys on that Magic team in 09, KG? Uh, I can't think of their names right now. I can't think of their name either. I can't think of their name either. But it has some decent defenders on on there. Yeah, they did. They did. So let me ask you why you put Kobe over LeBron. Uh, Oh, to me, it's no – you know, to me, Kobe's better all around. He's better – he's better – he's more skilled than LeBron, I'll say that. You know, uh, LeBron gets a lot of credit for being a good passer. He gets a lot of credit for being a better rebounder, you know, uh, he is a better passer and a better rebounder on paper. Uh, being a Kobe fan, I understand that Kobe wasn't looking to pass actively as LeBron is. So to put LeBron over Kobe just because he's an active passer, he's looking to pass the ball, uh, I don't think that makes a, a player one player better than the other. <clears throat> you know, I just look at the skill, the skill level of each player. You know, free throw shooting, Kobe Bryant was a better free throw shooter. Uh, LeBron James is a slightly better three-point shooter by the numbers, but it's pretty close. Uh, but uh, when you look at free throw shooting, you look at, you know, jump shooting, you know, Kobe Bryant was a better shooter from the field as far as uh, the jump shot. LeBron has a higher field goal uh, percentage. LeBron shoots 50%, 50% from the field, but a lot of LeBron's points come from the paint. Uh so, uh, you know, it's close. It's close. I'll give the LeBron James fans uh, credit. It's close between Kobe and LeBron. But ultimately, it comes down to I think Kobe Bryant is more skilled and five beats four, KG. So I'm rocking with that. Uh, yeah, and, I, and it was tough to leave KD off my list. I ain't going to lie. I'm worried I left him off because he, he – uh... Like I said, he got he's got uh 
you know, he's got everything, but his just his injuries is just slowing him down. And uh, that's the only reason he was left off. He almost made it though. Shout out to boy KD though. He he's still like I said the best scorer in the league and one of the best scorer ever. So shout out to him. But and shout out to LeBron. Like I said, um, overall, like I said, he's uh he got to think about his height advantage. Of course, he's going to be a better rebounder. Um, and his size, like he, you know, he's almost he's pretty much a power forward. So you can uh. Yeah. You can argue that too, like the 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 height and the and the size is just you know two different things. But like I said, uh, they he they're both uh, the greatest. Like I said, top three. So uh, you know. So 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 just for the for the for the people who are listening, KG, if you had to do, um, if you had to do, eleven, twelve, and thirteen, for the honorable mentions, honorable mentions. 11, 12, and 13, like, I'll give you mine. So if, I have to, if we had 11, 12, and 13, if we go to list, you know, we list our top 13, I'm going I'm to I'm have, I'm going to have Will Chamberlain at 11, Magic Johnson at 12, and at 13, I would have had, uh, I guess, Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Bird. All right. Yeah, my my extra three, we do 11 and 12, 13, will be uh, definitely uh, KD, number 11. Number 12 will be uh, Allen Iverson. And number 13 will be uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, you think who do you think has a more realistic chance of moving into the top 10 uh, in your top 10 would it be KD, Steph Curry or would it be um, Kyrie Irving like which one of those guys has a has oh, a, it, uh, oh I'm sorry my bad uh, I said it'd definitely be probably KD man He like I said he was so close so no brand would be KD. Then next probably Steph and uh, Dan Kyrie. So probably in the future, it definitely be those three guys on my top ten. Hopefully, you know if they definitely Curry because I mean he's on the he's on the people don't talk about it. I mean he's he's gonna break a lot of records too. So um, yeah, definitely them three guys, man. What are you uh What are you saying your uh top ten is gonna look like the next? Five years. Um, I so I already put Curry and uh, Kevin Durant in mine, and I, I'm kind of like putting them in there based on projections. Like I'm thinking each one of them can get one more ring. Um, so you got to think if Curry gets one more ring, how many is that? Is that four or five? That'd be, that'd be five. Five. So, if Curry gets one more ring, that's five. It puts him. That ties him with Magic Johnson. That ties him with Kobe Bryant. Like, right. so you got to put him. That's one under Jordan. You know, right. So right. you know, you you talk about Larry Bird. You talk about uh, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. You know, they didn't get five rings. So, 
I got to put Curry over those guys. Um, so I got Curry and Durant in my top ten based on projections. So if I'm doing, if I'm basing it off projections, what I think people going to do, you know, I'm looking at John Morant. That's one of the youngest guys I see looking at John Morant, and I'm looking at. Um, I can't deny it, man. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Giannis. I'm looking at Giannis. I'm looking at Giannis, man. I mean, as much as I don't like his game, uh, if he continues to play like this for another five or six seasons, I mean, and I think he, with it, the way his game is built, um, I can see him dominating for another five or six years. Uh, I don't have yeah. him in my top. He's not in my top 20. Yet, but he's working his way into top twenty status. We'll we'll have to see how the next two or three seasons go. But Giannis is another one to look out for. All right, all right. Yeah, yes, I forget about Giannis sometimes, but yeah, he's he's coming on up. Uh, don't forget about Joel Embiid either. Uh, yeah, he's putting up some big numbers too. You got to win one first before I can put him in any kind of a. Uh, Right, 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 right. That's facts. That's facts. The the White Howard, the White Howard got one with the Lakers. You saw, you reminded me of that. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, so just out of curiosity, who you got for your top five shooting guards all time? Mm, Top five shooting guards all time. Of course, of course, probably, of course, it's gonna be Kobe Bryant, uh, Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, Trace McGrady, and probably, uh, probably Vince Carter. Moving on to movie news. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, starring Paul Rudd, uh, Eva Jeline Lilly, John Majors, and Catherine Newton. The movie comes out February 17th, and this will be the third Ant-Man movie. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Marvel fan, uh, Dames. Uh, what do you think about this movie? Have you looked at any of the trailers? Yeah, I seen the trailer. It looks pretty dope. I I I don't know if I ever seen an Ant Man movie. Um, but I did see the trailer. The movie looks dope, and uh, I'm, I'll probably check this out if it comes to like Disney Plus or something like that. Once it leaves uh, theaters, to be honest with you, I don't I don't really go to the movies no more, man. But when it comes to Disney Plus or something, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, you definitely need to get uh, caught up on it. Uh, I think you can watch the first two Ant-Man movies on Disney Plus now. Uh, so, uh, if you want to get it caught up on the story. Uh, but yeah, I am definitely uh, want to check this out. Like you said, I don't know if I'm going to go to the theater and check it out. But I'm definitely going to check it out when it hits Disney Plus. So, uh, shout out to Marvel. Shout out to uh, Ant-Man and the Wasps. For sure. Shout out to Marvel. Uh, 
I want to see, uh, speaking of Marvel, I'd like to see uh, them have a Wakanda at Universal Studios. That would be dope. Oh, yeah. that That's probably in the works. <laughs> Look, they, they probably talked it up. So, right. Uh, we probably need to be looking out for that. But me too. I hope they get that. And, uh, yeah, RIP Chad with Boswell. Moving on now to our segment that you all love. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> the Weatherford High School boys basketball team beat the Anadarko Warriors 4-2. to two. Yeah, you heard me right. The score was 4-2. to two. On Tuesday, after one of the teams entitled a stall strategy, this is a real final score because one of the teams stalled for four quarters. Uh, sports director Brian Keaton tweeted following the game. What are we doing here in Oklahoma? We have to play with a shot clock. The players deserve a whole lot better than this. So, uh, dang. So, yeah, man, I don't know if you saw this, but high school team score was 4-2. to two. Now, they said they did some type of stall strategy. Uh, I've never heard of this before. This must be some new 2023 shit. But uh, basically, they just held the ball, and I agree. Like they need to, they might need to start looking at shot clocks for uh, high school. Because how in the fuck do you go? <laughs> what, what eight minute quarters? Four to two. So how do you not get a steal? Like how do you not? Like how does that happen? Like, like this is yeah. You can't make this shit up, bro. Like four to two. I thought it was fake. But then I went and looked all on the news and looked at some blogs. I'm like, damn, this shit really happened. So, uh, yeah, man, them coaches need to be fired. Yeah, I, I, I played organized ball from like the age of nine. And like in middle school, uh, we had some coach and he wanted to try that. Where basically we held the ball for most of the shot clock, most of the quarter. Not the shot clock, but most of the quarter. And, uh, you know, that was the craziest thing. I had never really seen nothing like it. And I, I hadn't heard a lot about that since. So, uh, I guess anything for the dub, I guess. Yeah, man. Can you, okay. Can you imagine being a senior on that team? <laughs> just, let's, let's just think about it. Let's, let's say... Let's say you uh, who's the who's the who's the star? Think about that. Like, okay, if y'all gonna use a star strategy, how many times have they used this this season? And how does your star player feel about this? Especially when trying to get noticed uh, to go to the next level of playing basketball. How do you how do you go to how do scouts come watch a game where they're playing a star strategy? Uh, if you play if you're using a star strategy, I doubt they got a star player. Like, they probably don't have a star. That probably was the whole reason for them doing that they probably was outmatched I would guess I would think you know if I got Kobe Bryant if I got Kyrie Irving Kobe Bryant high school yeah I'm pretty sure them guys not going for that yeah but I'm just thinking okay on the other so so basically both teams suck let's just let's just let's just put that out there because there's no way in hell four points and then two points and then nobody has no type of good players so I'm just going to assume that this is some type of small school, private school. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I've never heard of this before at all. But hey. Yeah, uh, I, I do know that uh, 
The team that had the four points, the black dudes scored all four points. I know that. <laughs> Shout now, out seen, to the Facts. Well, yeah. Not like facts, though. <laughs> like, I seen the highlights. And, uh, yeah, the black dude hit two free throws, and he had a late hit a putback. And that was the four points that team had, and they won. So, I'm thinking, you know, the other team probably, you know, it was probably the team that had two points who was doing all the style. I don't even know. It's crazy. Well, hey, well, whatever, whatever the time to style, whoever did the styling, it worked, but somebody had to lose. So, hey, four to two. So, y'all suck. Quote of the day. The best way to predict the future is to create it. And, that, and with that being said, that's going to wrap up our show tonight. Uh, I appreciate y'all listening in. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Like I said, we'll keep getting more news, more stories. And uh, in the future, we might have some special guests. But thank you for rocking with us. Like I said, you can listen to us on all platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, and also YouTube.